podcast time. 253, welcome to the podcast edition of the show. Eric Chase and the fam. Uh, it's Eric and the birthday here. girl. Hey. 31, exactly W-O-N, right? <laughs> Yeah. I like that a lot. <laughs> 31, 31, yeah. I like that a lot. Happy birthday, best friend. Thank you. Did uh, did you and Thomas do anything for your birthday celebration? Um, We had dinner with my family yesterday at Nagoya. I love Nagoya. I actually got Nagoya takeout for my birthday last year because everything was shutting down. Um, so we got hibachi yesterday. Um, and that's about it. We had like a really nice evening in, um, I was able to like test out some of the gifts I got. So it was like the night of Christmas, you know, there's Christmas and then you open everything and like play with it. I was able to do that. So that was fun. Actually, no, I don't know what Christmas is like. Oh, geez. That's right. On Passover, (laughs) nonetheless, where my people stormed out of Egypt (laughs) to get away from the original slaver, the Pharaoh. That is correct. (laughs) Hey, uh, that's a good place to start. Um, What? So we went to what we, as in like you and I, and then Thomas and Amanda, we'll, we'll get to them. And their their drama shortly. We went to uh, Fallen Timbers on Friday night to go see a movie, The Courier. I liked it. You did too? I did. No, no, I did like it. Good movie. Good movie. Yeah. Made, made exactly a million dollars over the weekend. Um, no, no embellishing or hyperbole. Half of that mall is empty. The Gap is gone. Forever 21 is gone. Uh-huh. I hope I hope places come in there. I like that. I like that mall a lot. I would always go there because it was off the beaten path. It was mm-hmm. usually quieter than Levis. I like the stores there. I don't know what's going to happen, but how was Levis is not nearly as empty as Fallen Timbers, right? No, no. Levis is actually like Levis has a consistent crowd, I would say. Not, not a ton of people like walking, which I think it should be used for. Um, I mean, most people like park and go to the bookstore and then they leave or they park and go to one of those shopping stores and then they leave. They don't really there's no urge to like go from one end to the next um, like there used to be for Fallen Timbers. Right. Um, yeah. And it, like it's disappointing. So uh, Granite City closed, right? Mm hmm. That was a great brunch. Pe- uh, I know people like their brunch a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that subways were like bed bugs. The subway closed and a Jed's went in there, but the Jed's wasn't open. I've ne- yeah, it was. And, and then I want to say it was like a pita place at some point. Like I've seen it a med- Mediterranean spot. I think so. Because we go to the Fallen Timbers movie theater. We choose that over like Levis most of the time. And um, so, I, I mean, that walk from the parking lot to the theater, we make all the time. And I've seen multiple. The only thing that's really survived there is freaking Red Robin. <laughs> like, that's not going anywhere. And we only, maybe because we only have two of them. So it's kind of like a destination restaurant. Yeah, and Barnes & Noble has, is, is always busy. Yeah, it's disappointing. And I guess it's, a, it's like a little bit chicken in the egg. Mm-hmm. You need... You need restaurants to be anchors of the place. I mean, the restaurant selection at Levis is great. Um, and I always thought it was okay. Like, P.F. Chang's was a was a solid destination spot people went to. Um, it's that The, the uh, tilt, tilted kilt was where Beer Barrel was, but it didn't work out. 
Yeah. Uh, but Beer Barrel, I, I guess, does great. I remember people were excited that one came to the area from other parts of Ohio. But then again, there's not as many play- restaurants there as there is at Levis. And there's, like, with some of the restaurants not being there, stores began to close. I mean, it, it was kind of sad and pathetic. We were walking to, uh, we parked down by the cookie place so Amanda could yep. get her pretzel. And yeah, it was after nine o'clock. The bookstore was closed. Everything was closed. I was waiting for like someone in a sheet, like a ghost or, or tumbleweed <laughs> to blow by. It was sad. It is. And there's so much potential, which is what's so frustrating because I feel like we are the area, we are an area that would patron that would that would voluntarily come out there if there was tons of stores that that like met our needs and there was entertainment and there was good food maybe even like a bar or two that you could walk in and out of it just there isn't um there there's just they didn't take advantage of it like you would have to be you do have to be really strategic to make something like that happen but i feel like toledo can do that like we can absolutely do that i don't understand why we don't it needs there isn't a place like I was thinking when we were outside the the movie, I was like, "Oh, we should we should go get a drink." And I'm like, "Oh, wait, there's no place to go do that, like at like at Bar Louie at Levis." Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. It needs outdoor drinking. Which there are two Dora updates today. I don't know if you saw them. I saw uh, one. The Perrysburg Dora, because mm-hmm. of some red tape, has been kicked down the road six months, which sucks because it's going to blow right through summer. And then Sylvania is going to like have Dora everywhere in downtown. Oh wow. Yeah, they want to expand it from what it is now to make it a lot bigger. I have never been to downtown Sylvania. It's nice. It's funny that um, Maumee was the talk of what their downtown vision was like 10 days or so ago. And then Sylvania comes out with their vision, which they didn't even really need because Sylvania's downtown has really been head and shoulders above most, or at least the most consistent and modern for the, I guess, four major downtowns in the area for quite some time. Does it get a fair? Does it get like a crowd there? Like, yeah. do you, oh wow! Yeah. yeah, there's there's nice boutiques. You've got J and G's. You've got Inside the Five, which has done so well, and they're expanding now uh, since they've opened up. So downtown Sylvania has always been a go-to spot for as long as I, I've known. So four, five, six years now. Impressive. I I really do want to see um, Fallen Timbers come back. Like I wanted that for Levis, but I feel like. There's still. I feel like Levis has no intentions on coming down on the clientele, if that makes any sense. Um, so, you know, that's fine. They can continue to do what they're doing. I really want to see Fallen Timbers kind of come back. So bring in stores and entertainment and reasons for people to come out more. You know, like even Levis Commons had festivals like every weekend in the summer. Yeah. And Levis has some, I think, oh, I'm sorry, Fallen like yeah. that's where Bark in the Park is. They use yep. that little green area. I think in the summertime they set up um, outdoor volleyball courts. Mm-hmm. But I don't know There's if that's chess gonna ha- out there. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's going to happen now that so much is gone. They. I mean, I remember at one summer they had like that water feature there, and it looked like there was like seating around the water feature, and there was this cute little ice cream place. I think they do still have that. Yeah. So you could leave the restaurant, go to the ice cream place sit out and like the enjoy the nice weather with music playing and maybe like walk to a store or something that it just that that's just not there anymore and it, i don't know it's 
I, I used to really enjoy Fallen Timbers for reasons other than shopping, but also for shopping. Like I could remember we would go to Fallen Timbers, go to JCPenney and walk all the way down to Barnes and Noble because there were that many stores that I could buy things at, that I would want to buy things at. Yeah, I, I like the stuff in there or what was there mm-hmm. a lot. I guess um, it'll either come back or it'll be an outlet mall or it'll close. I, I don't know. Did you ever hear the... I don't know if this was intentional, but I had heard people say that the idea was with constructing these two places, um, parents would drop their kids off at Fallen Timbers, then they go they would go up and shop at Levis. Uh, that's silly. I feel like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I wouldn't... How old are the kids? And then obviously these parents must have some some money in their pockets if they're if they feel like they can shop at Levis but not shop at Fallen Timbers. Well, yeah, that's I guess that I don't know. Maybe that was just something colloquial. <laughs> A little joke, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know, but it would make some sense because, as you've already illustrated, you need to be a bit affluent to shop. I mean, for God's sakes, the furniture store in Levis is like that couch is thirty four hundred dollars. Yeah, um, there's there aren't places like that. There are more middle-class places to shop, the toy store, J.C. Penney, the cookie mm-hmm. place, the Gap at, mm-hmm. at Fallen Timbers, as opposed to the more high-end style of Levis Cars. <laughs> and I think that's why I love it so much, because it's, it you know, there's more stuff for me there. Like, I'm not going to shop at Brighton. No offense to them. I'm not going to shop at um, White House Black Market. I'm not going to shop at um, Francesca's, just because their sizing is for more teenagers, um, it's just, I'm, I'm not going to shop at those places and the furniture places, forget about it. You know, the bookstore is incredible though. It is a great alternative yeah. to Barnes and Noble. It is a good bookstore and that they put a Sephora in there. So that's, that's wonderful that there's now a Sephora. Um, if I want to go to Sephora, although now there's an Alta closer to me now. So, <laughs> you know, um, let's talk about, um, your arrival to the theater. Oh, so- I've been waiting for this. So Amanda and I get there. She got her pretzel. It was very underwhelming. Mm. Um, guess we I, we got the tickets, and uh, it was six thirty or so. Mm-hmm. And what I texted you about, like the Walmart Jason Momoa, I didn't tell that to the guy. Oh, at the front, <laughs> I, I was like, I said, do I give you these tickets? He's like, no, just tell them that they're good to go. I'm like, how do you know that other people won't? He's like. It's easier if we do it this way. I'm like, okay, movie guy, you got it. Yeah, he just let us go in. He's like, oh, that's right. Okay, go. Theater 9. I'm like, thanks. So we get, oh God, she is, we should play, is it Amanda's or her son's meal? Um, she had the, <laughs> the, 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 the whack pretzels from that place and a blueberry icy. She still eats things that are squeezy pouches, whatever. Um, <sighs> so she got her stuff. We go in, we sit down, and then clock's ticking. Lights go down, some, you know, the preview start, then the other preview start, and then finally, somebody with some poofy hair appears out of the side, the, the walkway, and she's like, is that, is that Alex? I have no idea. She's black. It's black in here. I can't tell. <laughs> then you meander up the stairs, and somehow you recognized us. I don't know how. And then you began to walk through the off-limits walkway, and you've probably started a one-woman pandemic because you walked in the taped-off aisle. You eventually made it to your seat, but no Thomas. <laughs> what was your perspective of your arrival like? Uh, chaotic, and I don't like it. I 
like normally I would have given up and just either gone by myself or told Thomas to stay home and I, you know, or like or just not gone at all. But we both really wanted to see the movie. And also like it was nice to to get out, you know, and to meet Amanda and do those things. I knew we were cutting it close on time. And Thomas is the kind of person where he doesn't like to be rushed and he functions on his own time. Like my it's it's a running joke in our family because my father was extremely slow and somehow I managed to find somebody slower than him. And and those are the qualities that I hated, by the way. Like I am not a, I'm on time. I don't tend to be slow. I'm quick with everything I do, even up to responding to messages. You know, I just am. Um, he he came in the house and he was moving so quick. I had his clothes out and ready to go. He was in the house and then out the house at the same time. So we got there pretty quick from the time that he got home to when we walked into the theater. But I didn't give him a hard time. He is one of those people where he must have popcorn and pop where I could go without it. Like I could just go to a movies without eating things, you know, he must have his popcorn and pop, which annoys the shit out of me. And I'm curious if you also picked up on that or not, but, um, yeah. And then he needed to poop. Cause when he comes home from work, like most people, they go to the bathroom and kind of decompress on the toilet and did, he couldn't do that so he, he take did his, it in a, does he take his newspaper under his arm with him <laughs> his phone his phone nowadays is what keeps him in there most of the time like if we have something that we have to do or if i need him to be out of the bathroom at a reasonable time i will take his phone because he's on the toilet he's not going to get up and get it like you know i'll take it and put it in another room because that's usually what keeps him on the toilet longer than what his body needs if that oh makes any sense God. yeah yeah, yeah. It, it, so popcorn pop and poop Yes, it was poop first, then popcorn and pop. I forget what time it was. I did, I was like, you know what? If they're not coming, they're not coming. Um, oh, I would never. I'm diving into the movie. I don't know what time you got there, but there was a time where I looked over to a man and I was like, maybe they're not coming. Maybe Why? They, I would never. Maybe you had a fight. I don't know. No, no, I would never. We came, I got in the theater as soon as the movie started because everything went black and then the film started. Like So the previews were done. And the little Coke commercials that they have right before the theater, that before the show, that was all done. And so I walk in and I thought that I saw you two and that you were closer to like the front or the lower seats. And I was getting ready to walk right over to you, but then I realized it wasn't you. Then the screen went black. So my eyes were not like my eyes were going through <laughs> uh, some ups and downs. I couldn't see. And so then I was really nervous and I'm like, damn it, there's all these people here and I look like an idiot. Eric, I feel like an idiot. Eric, <laughs> Eric, Eric, is that you? Hey! <laughs> Eric, wave your phone. Wave your phone. <laughs> I felt like an idiot. And so I finally got there and sat down. Thomas took forever, but I explained to him what was happening. But one of my biggest pet peeves with Thomas in the movie theater, and I don't know if it's yours or not, is his obsessive eating of the popcorn. Oh, I heard the rustling. I heard oh, the, I hate it. I heard so. the It's like he was going through the kernels trying to find the <laughs> perfect was. one. And he So I've been around people before and I'm like, God, finish that already. That's a, that's a ten. He was only at like a five and a half, but I definitely heard it. Well, because I was right next to him, it was a 10 for me. And then what I feel like he does not pick up on. And then if I say something, he gets pissed off, right? He gets mad at me. Um, but what he doesn't pick up on, which I'm trying to tell him, I'm like, listen, 
common courtesy is if there's a scene where it's essentially silent don't fucking rustle in your popcorn because the whole theater can hear you like wait for that quiet scene and then once there's music playing or more talking or like cars running or something then you know go ahead and nuzzle in your popcorn but like so the so then you'll you'll appreciate this the worst movie for me that i had the hardest time getting through with him was a quiet place because the entire film <laughs> was silent and then he fucking spills his popcorn in the movie. <laughs> he drops his entire gallon of popcorn in the movie oh and the whole theater just looks at us it's just popcorns all over the floor because we were in the front row so um it was good, but I felt bad that we were late. But I, again, like he really wanted to see it. His, his job, it was a miracle that he was even home as early as he was. Um, so it was nice, but it was definitely an experience. Good for him because it wasn't actually there were more people in the movie theater at that movie than I really expected. I'm like, Me too. This, you know that this movie was done and completed and ready to be released in January of last year? No. Yeah. It got held up. Um, but there was more people than I expected for that type of movie on a Friday night. But I guess they're all vaccinated. Yeah. Um, the the lobby wasn't busy at all. So mm-hmm. I applaud Thomas for his poop ability away from the home potty. Because he must have been on that thing for a good 20 minutes. He has no shame. So he will take like an explosive poop literally anywhere he has no shame none and i am the complete opposite like my body will not even let me go unless it's really bad my body won't even like naturally let me go until i'm at home because i just am so uncomfortable where he like this is this is routine for him he'll go to the bathroom and you better expect to wait because he's probably doing what he's got to do you know and and don't let him take his phone. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter where he is. He will just let it out. And I was like, I wonder what people like think of you when they hear that. Like, what you know what I mean? Because he's still a, like he's a normal person. So you can hear him from other rooms, like in the house, if he's using the bathroom. So I'm sure somebody in the next stall is like, oh, my God. <laughs> it just makes me laugh. I always wonder what other people think or say. But he's got no shame. He is not allowed to poop in my house. That man is too big. <laughs> he won't. Now, now for other people's houses, he won't do that. But, um, yeah. Yeah, other people's houses, he wouldn't do that. Where, like, if I was at your house and I had to do that, I would ask if I could go upstairs instead. Don't you have a bathroom downstairs? I have two. Yeah, one upstairs and down. Yeah, I wouldn't go to the one downstairs. I would go upstairs. What type of aerosolized weapon do you need after he gets out of the bathroom for like 30 minutes um so i don't actually um we we usually do matches like we have matches (laughs) um or we have like um this odor spray that we get from like a like the tobacco shops that works for cigars and it really does like get rid of the odor way better than like febreze so we'll do that um It's but he's not. It's usually me that messes up the bathroom. Not really. Him. Yeah, not him too much. Uh, but he's just in. He's in there. He will only need to use the bathroom for five minutes, but he'll be in there for forty. You know, like to the point where he's got like a, a like a purple circle around his butt from the, <laughs> <laughs> from the fucking. There's <laughs> been times where I uh, I'll get out of the bathroom and 
right above my knees are mm-hmm. all red, and it's from my elbows or it's whatever. It's from your elbows. Mm-hmm. My dad was like clockwork when I was a kid. Um, yeah, home from from work, and he would take like uh, he would take the L mm-hmm. to Bridge Street where he parked his car when he got a car. If not, he then he would take public transportation up to home and then walk home three blocks and then grab the paper. Mm-hmm. See you in a half an hour. <laughs> See, now, okay, now I feel like only people like us may know this, like the younger generation, not so much. Please tell me, my dad would do the same thing. And in our bathroom, there was like a thing over the toilet where you could, or, or sometimes where you could hold magazines and stuff. Yes. Did the newspaper smell like poop permanently? Like, I feel like the newspaper would absorb the smells that the bathroom always had, specifically from my dad. So it would always smell like shit. I don't recall. I do. It smells so great. I don't recall. But I I do know that I would always take the paper with me to school in the morning. And, like, there would be some serious (laughs) anger if my dad did not have the proper sections of the paper when he marched upstairs when he got home because I left it at school or loaned somebody the sports section. Um, So, some other quick things. and Ooh. Uh There's the I'm thing. off today. Let that go. Um, so I have an Amanda thing. Okay. Uh, for as as we were leaving, we're we're walking. We're just like out near the ice cream place at I've fallen, mm-hmm. and she's like, I got a text earlier, and she's like, this is awkward, and I was like, well, well, tell me. She's like, wait till we get to the car. I'm like, why? What will the car have to do with anything? Yeah. And I'm like. Can't be pregnant. Um, did someone die? I'm like, I, I don't know her well enough to have guessed what it was. Yeah. She, but she was definitely unsettled. She got a text message and someone had sent her a picture of me from my Instagram to her and they said, I knew I recognized that couch. <gasps> and it was her ex boyfriend. Oh, oh, the picture where you were like at like visiting her for the day? Yes. And it was it was her couch at her office. Yes. Okay. So he screenshot your picture and sent it to her? Like what yes. for? Yes, to say that he knew he recognized that couch. Wow. Did it was is this the, so this is an ex-boyfriend? Yes. So why did it unsettle her? I mean, obviously besides the fact that it's weird and like weird I don't know. I mean, I, I guess that takes you off guard. And she said she got it right at seven o'clock. I'm like, good for you for sitting through that movie and not having to run out in tears or anything. Yeah. Like that would have like, she said she liked the movie. That would have, that would have, something like that would have disturbed me from enjoying the movie. You think so? I don't think so. Like, was he trying to, I mean, did she ignore it or? I, she just compartmentalized it. Um, I know this guy as well. Oh, so, <laughs> so that's probably why he saw it. So I didn't, I mean, I, she was, she said it was awkward. So I have nothing to do with it. I don't know how long ago it was or anything like that. Um, it is what it is. So. Yeah, it, it's awkward. I feel like it's awkward, but it could have been like innocent on his part. It could have been unless like they parted in a really ugly manner and he can be really childish because then it could look. You know, it could also be that. But no, I think it was all safe and in good fun and stuff like that. Yeah. And 
she asked me something like, was I, did I, how did I feel? But I was like, I don't, like, I'm kind of used to shit like this. Yes. Um, of like people appearing out of nowhere to repeat something I said somewhere or something like that. So. Mm -hmm. Interesting. You have fans. Some. Yes. (laughs) Um, the ship is free. If you didn't see. What? The, the, that dumb boat is now free. The oh, like, what is happening? <laughs> I saw the memes about it, but then I'm like, oh, this is real. Yeah, yeah, it, it's real. And I, I'm so the Suez Canal, I think, is probably the most popular, most famous canal on the planet. So people had to remember that or learn that. And then, two, they had to learn or remember what a canal is. Mm-hmm. How many people, like, if we're doing like percentages here, what percent of people do you think had no idea what a canal was? Ah, I think a low percentage. I think most people know what a canal is. Just not what the Suez Canal was. I would disagree. <laughs> you think so? I would say, like, if we were doing, like, some, uh, what is it, the, what are the games, the Magic Box games on PlayStation where they ask people, uh, shit, I can't remember. I don't remember either. I would say that 50% of people have no idea what a canal is or forget. Oh, I don't think so. You have greater, you have greater confidence in people than I do. You think they know what a peninsula is? No. <laughs> okay. How about an archipelago? I don't know what that is. Uh, it's a collection of islands. Yep. Nope. It's like all the all, all these things you learn in what, like fifth grade geography or social social studies. Because you never know when a when a boat's going to get stuck and then it's going to be all over the news and you're right. like, a what? Right. And give us like memes and memes and memes. Did uh, did any meme of it, uh, were, it were any of them more entertaining to you than another? No, I didn't even pay them attention really. Well, it's it's unstuck now, so saw that. Um, That's good. Names that I remember from being a little, little boy, and I don't know if you're going to know these. I don't know how this this duo lasted, but I kept seeing the name, and I was like, I know that. And it reminded me of the library from my elementary school, which I vividly remember. Like, I know where in the school it is or was. I remember how the aisles were lined up. Like, I can recall everything in this library at Anne Frank Elementary. Mm-hmm. I don't remember reading the books. Maybe I had to, but Beverly Cleary died and she made Ramona Quimby. I think I know Ramona Quimby. The character, right? Ramona? Yeah, you're probably too young for it then. Yes. I don't know the name. Like, the author doesn't, it escapes me, but I do know, like, Ramona. Wasn't there, like, a clever, didn't she have, like, a nickname or something? Somebody's yelling at the podcast right now, but um, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, no. I, it reminds me that her the name Ramona reminds me of a character, Amelia Bedelia. You know, I remember like, that name. I, so that I remember the name Ramona in the same way. So I'm curious if there was maybe I could be wrong. There was a Beezus and Ramona. Jesus and Ramona. Uh-huh. Yeah, Ramona the Pest, Ramona and her father. I don't know what she did or anything, but I just remember it being a part of my childhood. Yeah, same. Um, and shout out to Beverly Cleary, 104 years old. Damn. She worked her brain, man. They live longer when you have lots of brain activity, like writing. And she died on Thursday 
Um, and I did not hear about it. Why? Probably because of that dumb boat that was stuck. <laughs> I just must not have been paying attention. I mean, I know like I took Friday off. And I honestly have been the napping queen for the last couple of days, and I am proud of myself. So that's a perfect birthday. <laughs> exactly. Like, don't put it past me to nap in a little bit too. Although I go to work tomorrow, but I just I've been really, really tired, and so I'm like, I'm just gonna nap. Um, present company doesn't need any comments, but uh, Prince William made some list or study of most attractive bald people. Why? One, he's not even fully bald. Uh, he's balding. Yes. So he should just take the razor out. Mm -hmm. So, I, God, I wouldn't even think of him. I have my own most attractive bald people. Mm -hmm. um, how do you feel about those types of men? Bald men? Yes. Oh, I like bald men. Can you name some attractive ones? Um, the Rock. I don't think he... I think it's his personality. No, please. It's his face. I've been attracted to The Rock since okay. his wrestling days. Okay. Um, oh, gosh. Let me think of some others. They're escaping me, but I know that there's there's some I know, like, personally. I think you're a very handsome, bald man. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, I don't know. They're escaping me, but I know they're there. It's always, I, I, I wish I had darker skin. It's a lot easier to be better looking bald with darker skin. Um, that's why The Rock probably didn't think twice about shaving his head. Like if you have, if you're dark, <laughs> if you're black, like a black human being, mm -hmm. um, you always look good bald, almost always. If you have like olive skin, like The Rock, you look good. If um, Italian skin like that, or if you're of that background, um, my my three favorite bald men are Stanley Tucci. Oh, I love Stanley Tucci. Uh, Mark Strong. You might not know him, but you've the seen him. The name sounds very familiar. You've seen a billion of his movies. I'm sure. And um, the maybe the godfather right there with Stanley Tucci of, of men's baldness is Jim Cantori. Isn't he from... Um... The Weather Channel. Oh, oh, yeah. I don't know who that is. Okay. I don't know how Prince William got on that list. He might have pulled a string or two and just just shave it already, or or get, um, get get some hair things put in. No one's gonna mind. His public personality is really nice, and he's like, he's I don't know, I don't find him that attractive, like with his features, but just in how he carries himself. He's British. He's got an accent. It's nice. Us Americans love a good accent. Um, could be some. Could be some. Could be supporting some family members who have some very antiquated and obsolete beliefs. <laughs> I am wildly attractive to Prince Harry, though, and I See? always have been. I have been, though, since, like, my coworkers used to make fun of me about it when I was, like, 18. So, um, I've always loved Prince Harry. Um, yeah, I... I mean, it is what it is. Royalty gets you a lot of things, I guess. Yes, it does. Yeah, it should get you some hair plugs, though. I don't really yes. know why, why. Like, didn't LeBron get some? Absolutely. As, you know, like, what? Just get them. There's Who cares? A, uh, one, of the, I, I get one of the best English soccer players of the last 20 years. Uh, his name is Wayne Rooney. Uh -huh. Same kind of hair as Prince William. Did not hesitate 
to uh, to get the plugs. In fact, he did it at a time like his head, like he's got to use the bo- his head to head the ball. Like he had to get the hair plugs at a specific time so oh, he could continue to play. Okay, so go for it. Yeah, I would, I mean I'd do it. I'm all for cosmetic enhancements. Me too. There you go. Did uh did you watch Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Yeah. No, damn it! I haven't even started that. Oh. Is it getting good? It it is really like it is. I mean, this is what makes Marvel so brilliant, and maybe it's coincidence, but I could see them planning stuff like this. Whereas, you know, Warner Brothers and DC, it's like let's have eight Batman. Um, so, Wandavision was as unique uh, a presentation as what we've gotten from from anything Marvel. Mm-hmm. Very little action, mm-hmm. a lot of speculation, a lot of confusion, a lot of unfamiliar characters. And that, that was, everybody really enjoyed the series, but it's not what you're used to. Right. Falcon and Winter Soldier, completely what you expect from Marvel. Like a total 180 from WandaVision. Okay. I'll give you one line. It, and it touches on race. Um, for the obvious reasons, and I don't know when this show was completed, but I mean, you got a black guy and a white guy, and there's been obviously a lot of you know racial strife mm-hmm. in the last like couple of centuries, but specifically the last year. Um, I'll give you this one line. So, um, Sam and Bucky are walking through a neighborhood in Baltimore, mm-hmm. and um, some little black kid goes, "Hey, it's the Black Falcon," and he's like, "Why do you say Black Falcon?" He's like, well, "You're black and you're the Falcon," and so Sam goes, "Okay, so." Have a good day, black kid. <laughs> oh my like, god! Why'd you call me black kid? He's like, "Well, you're black, aren't you?" And the kid just—and it was a black. I mean, it was a funny exchange, and I like that they're taking a not so serious, but still talk about the race card kind of kind of thing. Right. I mean, it's it is yeah yeah exactly, but they're doing it lightheartedly. Yeah. Um, which is which can be entertaining and I don't I don't think that the those actors in real life would take anything like that lightheartedly but it is but for the sake it's kind of nice to for it not to feel so heavy. Yeah, Vinny asked me when I watched Minari. That's the I think yeah, Stephen Yen? No. The guy who Mother God, I can't help Stephen you. Stephen Yoon from Walking okay. Dead. Oh. It's some Korean family in Alabama or something. Oh, won lots of awards, I think. It did, yeah. And I'm like, I, I just can't do all the heavy stuff right now. I don't, I don't yeah. want it. Like, I've watched too much news. I'm still cleansing from all that stuff. So, I did not um, realize today, and I'm actually like, not that the whole universe knows that it's my birthday. I was a little salty that today's the first day of the George Floyd um, trial. And it's on, like, every news network, like, every TV network and news network. So it's unavoidable. And I was like, damn, I think that was, it. it it's actually really sad. Yeah. It's very sad. I didn't think they were going to play that video, and they did, and it's kind of awful. It's the reason he, it's the reason that man is on trial. Yeah, yeah, no, rightfully so. But it's it's still, to rewatch it all, it was just kind of bad. Um. Yeah. Back to the happier thing. Um, yes. When you get into Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I can't think of anything off the top of my head other than it's very tropey in the sense that you've got like one of them is funny, one of them doesn't want to hear anything about jokes, one of them is black, one of them is white. I it's I guess I never saw a single lethal, lethal weapon, but it's like that I guess. Oh really? I've never or seen a Lethal Weapon. Beverly Hills Cop in some way. 
I mean, it's, it's the same trope of straight guy, funny guy, black guy, white guy. But they're doing it really well, and it's really enjoyable, and things are getting blown up, and people are getting beaten up, and people have superpowers. That's cool. I did start The Irregulars on Netflix on Friday night. Did you come across that? I am on episode five. What do you think so far? Um, low budget. Really? <laughs> I, yeah. feel, I feel be- like it's very teenage. Like, I don't know. I don't know if I love it. But I'm watching it. The set pieces aren't that elaborate. I'll give you that. I'm like, I think that's the same street they've been on seven times. And I feel like it's, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I feel like it's a little, it's not, I don't know. It's very, like, CW to me. Little bit. Yeah. I'm, I'm too in. Um, Amanda and I started it the other night because it caught me as soon as I saw Sherlockian. So <laughs> I, I love almost all things Sherlock. And correct me if I'm wrong. The bird guy. Wasn't that the hound? Yes, it was. That's what I thought. Yes, it was. There's um, another character in there that I don't know if you have come across her yet. You might not have. Um, that was in Game of Thrones. I, the, can I tell you the character? Yeah. You'll, you'll hate her. Like, you will hate her. She was the character who killed Cal Drogo, the witch. Oh, the old lady? Yeah. I was okay with that. I hate her. I hate her and everything I see her in. Yeah, I, I I wouldn't even recognize her. Like she played an important but small part. Yeah, I've yeah. enjoyed it so far. Um, I like that Doctor Watson is black and kind of a dick. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really like coming of age kids shows, but these kids are that I like the uh, the uh, the elitist kid because he looks mm-hmm. like a, he looks like a young James Leo. McAvoy. Leo. Um, I like that he's kind of broken and trying to hang out with the poor kids. I love the little Asian girl. She is going to be a megastar. So I love the cons. I really like the, the, the affluent kid, Leo, because he's so like kind hearted. It seems like, like yeah. he's not jaded at all and he doesn't want any parts of his life. If that makes any sense. And yeah. not, not out of the fact that like, you know, not out of like him idolizing like the poor kids or their life. He just he doesn't look at them like poor kids. I guess he just wants to be a part of it. Um, and have you picked up on the fact that each episode is a new story? Yes, which I super like. Do you? Um, I don't so much, but you know, I'm like me me. Because a lot of times that will turn me off. It depends on like the gravity. Yeah. Of a show. In this, it's like I like the fact that. I can come in and out and I get the larger idea. I get the macro idea that something nefarious is happening, but I like that they are episodic. It's very much like the CW shows, like the superhero ones where there's a big bad, but there's also a villain of the week. It reminds me of Charmed. Like it reminds me of of like how Charmed had a new demon every episode, but their stories continued. Yep. So that's, that's exactly what it reminds me of. However, I did just see a preview for a new HBO series. The Nevers, I think is what it's called. Looks really good. I'm going to look it up here real fast. Um, What is... Uh, do you see Sherlock Holmes or is, do you just see his feet or other parts you, of him? No, I have not seen Sherlock Holmes yet. And I'm like five episodes in. I wonder if that's if that's the the part of it. Yeah, they do set it up. They set they they build that over time, and that the, his partner like this because I didn't even so you know the Sherlock Holmes story better than I do. Mm-hmm. So I didn't I didn't even like correlate Watson to this. I guess I wasn't paying attention that much. I didn't know that that's who that guy was. Yeah, it's because um, he was black. <laughs> I don't know. No, I don't know. 
Um, but the girls, like the young girls, they do build up in the story that they're trying to figure out who his partner is. Like, Got it. You so know? I, I wonder what kind of reveal that will be. Because I saw the puking part. That was delightful. What puking part? Oh, yeah. When he was under the bed? Yeah. That was disgusting. I love that kid, too, because he looks like a little um, Donald Glover. He does. He does. So these are these characters, um, these actors and actresses have some really good potential. I feel like yeah. the girl, the girl that they are kind of babying, she reminds me of, um, oh, God, her name is escaping me, but she's in, you'd know her. She's in movies. Um, yeah, they're all like younger versions of actors we like. Yeah, oh, I can't even look it up. Her name is escaping me. What movie was she in? She was in that movie with um, Keanu Reeves, When the World Stood Still. Didn't see it. She was the mom. Oh, she was Jaden Smith's little mom. Didn't when see it. When the Earth Stood Still. Oh, God. What is her name? It's escaping me. I know you'll know. Um, Hold on. I'll, I'll, I'll look it up in one second. But The Nevers is... An, an epic science fiction drama about the gang of Victorian women who find themselves with unusual abilities, relentless enemies, and a mission that might change the world. And it's executive produced by Joss Whedon. So I'm wondering mm. how much press there will be with this. Mm, I like it. I, this is the first time I saw the preview. Said it would be on HBO soon. Um, didn't say when. Like it didn't say in May or in April. It just said soon. So I'm excited about that. Also, I was just in a mood this weekend, so I wanted to watch like fantasy shows. So the movie we chose for Saturday night, yes, yeah, Saturday night, I chose Assassin's Creed. It was very good. I love Assassin's Creed. Really? Yes, very I, much. I like Michael Fassbender. I've never gotten into the games. No, me either. Um, but that's good to know. Jennifer Connelly yeah. is who you're talking about. Jennifer Connelly, and that's she, right. She's gorgeous. And the picture of Jaden Smith in what I just pulled up, <laughs> he might have been adopted. <laughs> so it, so it, I feel like the girl, the, the other young girl, not the Asian girl, but the other one looks just like her, like a young version of her. Close to it, yeah. Yeah. She reminded me of somebody else, not Jennifer Connelly, but I can't place it. Um, mm. To go back to the movie, The Courier, there mm -hmm. was a Game of Thrones actor in there. Did you recognize them? Uh, yeah, um, Clyde, Clyburn, Clyburn. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not, yeah, yeah. The guy with the, uh, the giant, uh, what was it? The crossbow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Clyde. I think it was either Clyburn or Clyburn. But I think it was Clyburn. I was gonna say something to you, but I was like, I was too. <laughs> but I was thinking it's the High Sparrow. But wait, that's not him. But yeah, it was Clyburn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was. Well, so I and I also this I think this is the first time we've ever been to the movies. And I know some people like don't talk in movies at all where Thomas and I, we kind of goof a little and like, I'm not afraid to have like a small conversation during the movie about the movie. Yeah, don't, go to the movie. don't go to the movies with me and not with him and his bucket of popcorn. <laughs> if we're seeing an action, not a problem. But if we're seeing a quiet movie, like know what you're getting yourself into. What? What what's the last movie you went to? I I don't remember. It was I want to say it was like an action movie, but I don't remember what it was. We were trying to figure that out, and it was bugging me. Wasn't like you didn't feel unsafe, did you? I mean, it, it didn't no. feel like a Friday night, but it was a nice experience. The only thing that I noticed is that it wasn't loud. Like I was like, aren't theaters supposed to be louder than this? I feel like it's very quiet. Like the the sound from the movie. That movie didn't have a lot of loud bangs in it. It, I guess so. But even like with the talking, it was a little low. And then the lighting was, and it could have been done that way intentionally. Like they could have 
film the movie with like a certain tint to it, but it was hard. It, I was just like, are my eyes going bad? Is it not bright enough? <laughs> like, I don't know. Do you know what I, I really enjoyed about the movie? And I don't, have you seen movies like that before? Like to me, the one that jumps out is like, there's a Tom Hanks movie, um, Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, like stuff like that. Uh, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. They can Sorry. be very elite and high-minded and you've got to pay intricate attention to the yeah. dialogue. Um, like this was, this was Tau, T-A-U-T. Yeah. It was quick. Like there was no down periods. Like they did a good job moving the story along and going from place to place without right. any downtime. Yeah, no, they did. And it was like when Thomas came in and he, he like he missed like the first 30 minutes. Um, I feel like, and I, I just explained it to him and he picked up on it right away. Cause I didn't, there wasn't, there wasn't a ton of explaining I had to do. I didn't, uh, so I don't, I guess his, his wife in the movie is an acclaimed Irish actress. I can't recall what I've seen her in before. Um, and that was Rachel Brosnahan. Yes. I yeah. didn't, I didn't know that. I don't watch the marvelous Miss Maisel, but I, I know either. people love that show. Yeah, I don't. I knew who she. I knew who both of them were, and I. The, his wife plays in another film that is bothering me that I know that I really liked, but I can't. While we're on, while we're podcasting, I Hold can't on, look pull it up because I'm curious as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's a great actress, and I. One of those people. That, oh, that's not what I want. Everyone, hold on. There's no traffic <laughs> problems today, which is awesome. That is nice. It's a nice day out. Tomorrow's supposed to be even better. Yes, up in the 70s. Today was the, the weird day. Or tomorrow will be the yeah. weird day. Yeah. Um, Jesse Buckley, is that her? Yes. Oh, wait, no. I'm trying to think. What was she I th- in? Yeah, I think this was her. Jesse Buckley. I, I don't know. Any, she, was, she was in Judy? No, I haven't seen Judy. Um, Beast? Doolittle? Misbehavior. I did watch Doolittle. She was in Fargo for 10 episodes and she was in the Chernobyl miniseries. There you go. There it is. Okay. She played Ludomia Igatenko. Oh my God. I don't, I I don't know that one. (laughs) But no, she's a great actress. I I adore her. So Thomas was really excited because he has a fascination for the history of like bombs and like those nuclear bombs and like what, you know, the, what happened when, why it happened, who did what, who was going to do what. So he did not realize, he knew that this was what the movie was about, but he didn't know completely. So when they talked about, um, oh God, the name of the bomb was, is escaping me. Um, he, he like tapped my shoulder. He's like, look, 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 look. I'm like, shut up. (laughs) You're late. (laughs) I wonder how much it was dramatized. Oh, probably a bunch. Yeah. I had no idea. Like that guy literally like saved the world mm-hmm. from nuclear war. Yeah. Yeah. It was I mean they did a really good job though of making you feel so bad for the, those characters while they were in that prison. Well, I don't think gulags are the place to be. You're not getting five-star hotel service there. <laughs> no, but it's it was still like I felt I really felt for him at the scene where he walked in and his bed was gone. Yeah. Oh god. And I forgot. Now I Hold on. Oh, I got a traffic report. Wait, don't go anywhere, okay? Okay. Just one accident right now. Upton Avenue, north of 475 and Giant Street. You're going to face a couple of minutes of slowdowns right there, but we're all clear otherwise. That's your Cumulus Toledo right now traffic. Um, 
it had dawned on me. So I know that people hate, like people don't want socialism. Like that's such a dirty word, even though I think that people misuse it and greatly misunderstand it. Uh-huh. Um, like socialism and communism are completely different. Mm-hmm. Um, if there was ever socialism that overran this country, it would be socialism, not communism. I'm fairly like I don't think Bernie Sanders is a is a stark raving Stalin loving communist. Right. Um, and I had forgotten that I guess some of the discord with socialism comes from the United Soviet. Socialist Republic. I yes. forgot that one of the S's was that, and that's why people equate it, and it's so bad, and why it's such a nuclear word. No pun intended. It's a cop out. I mean, it is. It's still like a talking point um, for the conservatives to use to scare you into, like, fear mongering, essentially, to just scare you into thinking that, like, the U.S. is going to become Russia. <laughs> yes. I, I When I had coffee a couple of weeks ago with Nick Comives, he's like, uh, some, he was about to say, I'm a socialist. I'm like, you're, you're not a so No, you're not. And in the same, these words are messed up as we mm-hmm. get super serious here. Those words are messed up and misused, similarly how this is a democracy. This is not a democracy. It is right. a democratic republic, and it is a representative. It is a representative democracy, meaning yeah. we do what we do. You have no say in in laws and things like that. You elect someone to speak on your behalf. Yeah, no, that's a very good point. Um, what else has happened? You got more birthday plans for the rest of the day? So, Thomas got me a gift that I am very excited to try. So I am all about like do it yourself nowadays. I do my own nails and I feel like nobody can tell the difference. So I think I do a really good job. And then um, obviously I've always been doing my own hair. I even clip my own ends. And um, so he bought me a hot wax machine (laughs) and (laughs) we are going to use that to get me ready for the summertime. Wait, is that for like the pubes? Yeah. <laughs> so you're going to Brazilian wax yourself. Or he's going to do it. One or, one or, the, one or the other. And, and um, your armpits as well? Oh, no, no, no. The easy stuff that I'll just use a razor for that. But the other stuff, I'm like, I need to get ready for the summer. And it's such a hassle to have to like, okay, so if you were a, a woman, you would kind of understand like you every few days, you've got to get in there and get in the nooks and crannies. Otherwise, like it'll just like it will show. So if you are somebody that wears a swimsuit like every weekend or you go swimming often, like you're always down there where if you get a wax, you could go like, I think a couple weeks um, without having to worry about like keeping up down there, like without having to touch it up again, if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. So um, and I love I love it. So he got me that. And so we're going to play around with that. And then um, I was curious and I want to know. And if anybody that is listening has experience with this, would you hear me out? Would you attend our wedding if we did it on a cruise? Yes. Yes. You would. Um, I'm going to guess the majority of people, like that's basically a destination cruise and that's going to cost a lot of money. Um, not for us, but yes, like if it would, 
so it would narrow down how many people would even come because you know what I mean? Like we would then be asking them to kind of dish out that kind of money right now. It's looking like it's like $400 per person, which isn't outrageous, but it just, we thought about it and I was like, wouldn't that be, wouldn't that be fun that we did it that way, that it didn't cost us a ton of money to get married. Our friends and family, we would then be together and could enjoy like an experience. Everybody would have time off and you know what I mean? I would do it. Um, I said something within the last couple of weeks, like put my ass on a boat. I am like, I'm the opposite. Like everybody was concerned when these things went, when all these cruises were getting (laughs) held in ports. Me too. I'm the opposite. I'm like, as soon as I have that other vaccine and I can save some money on a cruise and I've been on a cruise before and I had a blast. Yeah. Same. I would, I would totally be in for it. So what you would love even more is I have been on a cruise three times twice out of the same port that is Thomas and I's favorite place to go, which is New Orleans. Um, the port is New Orleans? Yes. Where do you go? You just go, do you go to Mexico or anything? Yeah, you go to Mexico and then um, if you catch the longer one, you go to the Bahamas, I think. Sign me up. Yeah, so we love, we anytime I ported out in New Orleans, I would always fly in a couple days earlier and just like experience this city. But so many of my family members would also love that. So I said, w- that would be perfect. It would be perfect for just activities to be to be had. I'm all in. Count me in. Take my money. <laughs> so we were talking about it. I mean, there's ups and downs. I was just talking to Karis and she's like, well, we would have to pay to come to the States because you're referring, I'm referring to Karis and her parents. She's like, we would have to pay to come to the States and then pay to fly to New Orleans and then pay to go you know, to catch a cruise. And I said, that would be if you guys wanted to stay with us for like two weeks. If so, then I don't think it's that big of a, you know, it wouldn't be a huge deal, but um, it could be, it could be pretty expensive for some of the people we're really close to that we want to come. But I think it's, it's, uh, it's look, the world is different now and yeah. uh, do different things because maybe you'll land on, on an opportunity where I bet it's pretty cheap to get a, if cruise lines are running, I, I'm going to guess the first people back on cruises are going to get quite a deal. Like buy one, yeah. get one. Or just, you know, as long as you don't want to sh- steer the ship, you can stay for free. Yeah. So ask. Ask the questions. Exactly. And just like you, like we've had the time of our lives on cruises. That Well, when Thomas and I went the first time, it was a little rough because he didn't put on fucking sunscreen um, <laughs> and got really bad sun poisoning and was essentially like bedridden for a couple of days. But like... They do weddings out on the decks under the stars. I, I'm i like, please, I this is great. <laughs> Let's consider it. So, yeah. Um, we'll see. I, I told Bethany and Philip on Friday, but uh, Paul and Tracy have decided to name my niece Noel. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Well, I, I was, I was just, they could have called her Napkin. Um, as long as it started with an N, which they, they said they were going to do after my mom, I'm good. Well, I love Natalie. Like, I feel like Natalie would have been really nice. Yeah, that, that's probably like one generation too too close too to my mom, though. Yeah. I suppose. Maybe for a middle name. I don't know. I, I'm just happy about the first name. They can call... Yeah. The, the middle name can be like what they were screwing around with my dad with, like Basil <laughs> or Salad Bar or Roy Rogers or something. Stop. Okay. All right. Well, have a good rest of your birthday. I shall try. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye.